When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Restore the floor. I am your host, and today I am honored. It is a privilege to be joined by this gentleman. He is the one, the only Ice Cube. Cube, thank you so much for a few minutes of your time here. The reason we're talking today is because your league, the Big Three, is coming here to Detroit, LCA, Sunday, noon, CBS. Go get your tickets now. But, Cube, can you tell us a little bit about what the big three is bringing. We talked to uh, Jason Richardson earlier today. He's going to be playing. He's a Michigan State alumnus, played in the NBA. You know, we all know him from the dunk contest. But what else can we look for when we go see uh, the big three on Sunday? You know, it's the, the names you know playing the game you love. Uh, three on three is is very personal. You know, it's a little different than five on five. So, you know, it's a lot of in-your-face action. Uh, hard nose, you know, it's not ticky tack at all. Our guys can trash talk and, uh, they still, you know, ready to prove to the world that they the best. And so it's just, you know, it's a great, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great, uh, you know, time as far as family, people coming through, um, celebrities, uh, it's just kind of, you know, it got that. That, that playground vibe, but we bring it inside the, the uh, LAC. Yeah, and you're right about that because, I mean, anybody that played basketball growing up, whether it was the park or in the gym, you played three-on-three. Here locally in Michigan, we had a tournament called the Gus Macker, which was a huge three-on-three tournament. And it's funny, when talking to Jason Richardson, he was shocked by the amount of ground that you have to cover in a three-on-three game playing on an NBA court like that. But what's really interesting to me is, like you said, the the trash talk. And, and that's what really grew my love for the game of basketball was the fact that somebody could talk and then go back it up two seconds later on the floor. But what's great about what you guys do is we can hear it on the TV broadcast. I'm sure you can hear it if you're there in the arena, too. So how cool is that, that you're able to bring that to a style of basketball where, let's be honest, in the NBA, when they start drawing, they're getting teed up and that's it, right? But in the big three, you kind of allow them to go at it a little bit. Without a doubt. You know, I think we grew up in the same era where, you know, trash talking was allowed. And I think it gave us an edge. You know, as American athletes, um, the trash talking gave us an edge uh, when it comes to playing the rest of the world. And so without that, I think we've lost our edge. You know, we got guys, you know, we want them to care, but but the, the game, you know, constricts them and they can't really be themselves, you know, in the NBA, um, even in high school and college, can't be yourself on the court. So you're kind of playing bottled up. And so we wanted to kind of take that, take those, you know, parameters, those, those uh, guardrails off the players and let them beat themselves. And Hey, a guy talking trash will make you play a little harder than, than even if your mama's watching, you know what I mean? So, you know, who we want guys playing hard. So, 
we we welcome it. And what's great about the big three, too, for somebody like me, just being a hardcore basketball fan, whether it, you know it's high school basketball, the big three, the pros, whatever it might be, I'm going to sit there and watch it on TV. And yes, you do have some of the, the bigger named NBA players that no longer can probably compete in that league, and they're here in the big three. But what's very intriguing to me is like, you know, the days of A one basketball wasn't exactly quote unquote basketball, because let's be honest, the dudes were traveling or double dribbling, doing illegal moves, right? But your league has a May yeah. stain and, and it it's and it stayed for a few years. And what I like about it is you're giving opportunity to dudes that necessarily didn't play in the NBA, but they can come to your combine, work out for you, and and find a a role within the big three. Yeah, we want ballers. You know, we, we understand the three-on-three game is different than five-on-five. Five. You know, with five-on-five, five, you, you, you can be a specialist. So you can be a rebound guy, or you can be a three-point guy, or you can be a defender. Um, but in three-on-three, three, you have to have all-around game. If you don't have all-around game, you will be exposed. So we realize three-on-three three creates its own athletes. It creates its own stars. And just because a guy didn't make it in the NBA doesn't mean he's he's uh, not going to come on the, into the big three and get loose, and, and vice versa. Just because a guy had a storied career in the NBA, that doesn't mean his game is fit to, to have success in the big three. So it's its own thing. It's its own game, and it's its own pro style. So you're going to find diamonds in the rough, guys that you – might not have seen in the in the NBA, but you see them in the big three, and you know there's some of the best at it. So we realized that in about two or three years of doing the league, that we have to create our own stars. Now that brings me to one of my original questions that I had for you, Ice Cube. So I'm a 40 year old white dude from the suburbs of Detroit, but yet Ice Cube has always been attached to what I do for entertainment, whether it's your music, whether it's Friday, Friday after next, ride along, whatever it might be. But now you come along with this basketball league, and I've always been curious. You know, you've done just about everything you could imagine within the entertainment business, and now you start a basketball league. What really drew you to starting this league? Being a fan. You know, nothing more, nothing less. Being a fan and and having a dream of, seeing guys who I still want to pay to see play uh, have a stage uh, that they used to playing against their peers. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a basketball guy. I'm a football guy. I like boxing. I like MMA, you know, and postseason baseball. So right. uh, we're a little, you know, far from postseason baseball. So I used to hibernate in the summer after the finals, waiting for the NFL to start. And now I don't have to do that no more. You know, we got the big three. We're 10 weeks right there in between the finals and the start of the NFL season. And I want to give sports fans something to do, especially basketball fans, something to do in this period of time. You know, big three. 
I think you brought up something really interesting because you said somebody I would pay to go see. And we have this debate here, you know, we work in sports radio of athletes you would pay to see. And it's it's interesting that you brought that up because to me, Shohei Otani is one of those dudes, no matter when he comes to town, I'm going to pay and go see. But you're bringing a guy in Jason Richardson, which let's be honest, okay, he played at Michigan State back in 2000. So it's been 20 some odd years since he's been back in town. He played with the Warriors, he played with the Sixers and so on. But that's a guy I would go pay and see as a Michigan State basketball fan, knowing what he did for that team. Is that kind of what you look for with some of these players in certain cities that you guys are stopping at in, in regards to getting people that you want to see? Like, originally you had Allen Iverson out there, and he was coaching and doing this, that, and the other thing. And now you have George Gervin and Dr. J and Nancy Lieberman and Lisa Leslie. You have some huge names that maybe aren't going to be dribbling the basket, but at the same time, Fans of basketball know these people and still want to be around them and still want to see them in the flesh. Isn't that right? Without a doubt. You know, uh, you know what? what's better than seeing Jason Richardson is seeing him coached by Dr. J. You right. know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, that's like a basketball, you know, uh, dream for, for a fan to, to see all these greats. And what's cool is you can see, you know, the entire league uh, at the event, so you're not going to miss anybody. Um, of course, we're down further in the season, so some teams are eliminated, but you got four games, um, a lot of star power in the house, and all these teams are fighting to make it to the playoffs, which is next week. So you're going to see the highest level of Big 3 basketball because it's win or go home for, for four teams. Um and, and so it's, it's, it's to me, um, you know, basketball heaven. Because, uh, you know, you can go see Dr. J at a Sixers game. He might wave. But you can't see him yelling at Rick Barry. Right. Because he's trying to beat him in, a, you know, as a coach in a basketball game. You know what I mean? But you can see that in the big three. You can see, you know, uh, Nancy Lieberman, you know, uh, go at it with, you know, Gary Payton or, you know, it's pretty cool to just see these, uh, these greats and to see them still competitive, even if it's just as coaches. Absolutely. And, I mean, you have the likes of former bad boy Rick Mahorn out there is coaching too and his big ass. I mean, have you seen a bigger dude? (laughs) I'll sit behind him at a piston game and I'm like, I've never seen a dude wider than Rick Mahorn. You know, that's how I used to get all them rebounds. You know, Rick, Rick is a, He's, you know, been with the league uh, from day one, 2017. Uh, he's he's coached, you know, the first und- and only undefeated team in Big Three history and won a championship. So, you know, we love Rick. He's going to be out there signing autographs when the doors open around 11 o'clock for the fans. And, um, you know, we appreciate that he's been a part of this league and he's kind of added to the toughness of the big three. I'm curious by this. I'm a very petty person, so what I mean by that is I'll hold a grudge. Now, you are a Laker fan, right? So 
would you let any of those former Celtics or or Pistons? Obviously, you did with Rick Mahorn, but is it hard for you not to have a bias when you see some of these dudes that you rooted against hard on TV? To then all of a sudden, you kind of got to be you know professional and nice and courteous, but also <laughs> realizing that they could bring something to your to your league or your teams. But in the back of your mind, are you like, man, I still hate that dude? This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Not at all. You know, I, I respect them as, as players. And, you know, when they show up, they don't have that, you know, that, that enemy jersey on no more. So, you know, I kind of give them a pass. When, <laughs> when they hung it up. You know, if he show up in a, in, you know, a bad boys piston jersey, you know, especially the one that he beat the Lakers in, uh, you know, I might have an issue. <laughs> but, you know, we got – we got Michael Cooper with us too, so you know I got a little backup. So I, I we talked to George Gervin earlier today. My co-host couldn't make it to this um, interview, but I asked him because he kept referring to people call him Ice. So when you guys are walking down, let's just say in the back hallway, somebody yells Ice. I asked him who turns around first, and he goes, Ice Cube knows not to turn around first because I was Ice first. <laughs> Is that really the case? Yeah, yeah he's Ice. I'm Cube. Okay. So when somebody yell ice, I know they're not talking to me. Well, they're talking it, to the original. What's great about when him too? It's me. Is I wasn't old enough to see the Iceman really play, but you know, growing up in Detroit, I know the legend of him playing at Eastern Michigan in the finger roll and his famous poster that was up in every single young man's room. It seemed like. Do you remember George yeah. Gervin like that? Yeah, I remember when he played. Right. You know, I remember when he, you know, he would give. He would give the Lakers the fits, man. You know, saying Ice Man, you knew he was gonna drop forty on somebody, and it, he probably wasn't gonna break a sweat and look like he was doing it while he was roller skating. So, you know, he he just one of those, um, you know, generational players who who made the game look so easy, even though we know it's not that easy. But he just made it look so so good, portrait in motion. Now, this is a little bit off a of big three, just because I, I believe I saw this in the papers. Are you performing now this weekend in Detroit as well? Yeah, I'm in Pontiac. Uh, I'm in. Uh, we're doing the the Roll Kill uh, show out there. Pontiac is doing street racing Saturday night, and I'm performing. Me and my man Trick Trick. So we're gonna have we're gonna have some fun out there. You know, we're going to perform on Saturday night and then hit the game on Sunday afternoon. Man, that's be exciting. Uh, because So the reason I ask that is obviously, like I said, I grew up on your music. Even when I probably shouldn't have been listening to your music, I was still finding a way to get the cassette or the CD or whatever it might have been. So... Personally, for me, I just want to say thank you for these years and years of entertainment. I really look forward 
to the big three coming this Sunday. If you're a basketball fan, like Cube said, you get to see four games. They play up to 50. It's great basketball. I mean, I, I know Detroit is a basketball town. When talking with Jason Richardson, we talked about all the greats that came from Saginaw and from Flint and everything like that and Detroit and Grand Rapids. You know, Grand Rapids is home of one of the greatest ballers out there right now in Devin Booker. So this is a huge, huge mm-hmm. home for basketball. So we just, I personally want to thank you for Detroit for bringing this here, giving us some entertainment to watch some, you know, they might be a little bit, quote-unquote, over the hill for NBA days, but these dudes can go out there and run it. So go out there, get your tickets for the Big Three on Sunday. Is there anything else you would like to tell people before I let you go, Cube? No, no, I just appreciate all the support that I get in Detroit over the years, you know, from music to, to movies and all the people that's going out to see the Ninja Turtle movie. Oh, my God. Um, Can we even talk about that for a minute? Because, listen, I grew up on the Ninja Turtles. I mean, I grew up on the Ninja Turtles. So now that they're coming out again, I mean, Cube, it's just hit after hit, man. I could talk to you for all day, but just thank you for all this stuff. It's so good. So the Ninja Turtle movie, that comes out in, what, two weeks? Is that right? No, no, it's out now. It came out Wednesday. Okay. Uh, It did, did great. You know, people love it. I play Superfly in the movie. Um, and it, you know, it's fun to be able to give people cool entertainment and, you know, and them not really knowing where it's coming from. You know, you, you never know where I'm going to hit next. Yeah, it's crazy. And so, you know, I'm just always trying to give people cool stuff to, to enjoy. You know, this world is so crazy. I want to give people stuff that they can really enjoy. So like I was saying, you know, I appreciate Detroit always been in my corner from day one. Uh, you know, since uh, since I was in the NWA, since I wore that tiger hat and mm-hmm. was in the hood, you know, it's always been some love there. And so uh, I appreciate it, you know, always will. And now, you just mentioned doing the voice acting. What's tougher for you, doing the voice acting or, or doing actual acting where you can, you know, portray the character? Is voice acting tough? It's fun. I wouldn't say it's tough. You know, it's fun. You know, you... You know, you know you're not really the pressure's not really on you. You know, you, you just have to voice a character, you know. The pressure is really on the animators. The people that gotta draw in what you say and you know, you just try to be, you know, as expressive as possible with your voice. So it's kind of it's just fun and you know, you do about five or six sessions and they last about two hours a piece. So it's easy money compared to a, a feature film. I mean, you don't get paid as much as a feature film. Not not initially. Right. The sequels you do, but 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 it's not as much work. You know, it's only, you know, a week of work. Right. Hey, that works out good. And, hey, if you ask me, so this weekend, make it a nice cube weekend. So I'm saying Friday go see Ninja Turtles, Saturday go see them perform in Pontiac, and then Sunday go see the big three. Doesn't that sound like a great weekend, man? Like a plan. Man, that sounds like a plan. I'm with it. All right. Cube, thank you, thank you so much for joining me on Restore the Floor. Go see the Big Three Sunday at LCA. Thank you again. All right. Appreciate you, man. All right. Thank you. Later.